It is go time for the Indiana Hoosiers as they host Maryland in what is absolutely unquestionably a must-win game tonight. We're going to get you set with everything you need to know about the Terrapins in this game against the Hoosiers, uh, as well as what the Hoosiers need to do to turn the tide and break their losing streak. Important game tonight, important pod to preview it. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, guys? It is Thursday, February 24th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news, analysis, previews, recaps, everything you could possibly want, whether it's men's, women's basketball, football, baseball, soccer, everything in between. Thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day, and specifically your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We premiere the shows 7 a.m. every morning, so you guys can hang out there as part of your morning routine. Uh, we're going to try to offer a brief uh, reprieve, I guess, from all the news going on in the world, Let you or talk about some IU athletics to get your mind off some things uh, if you're like me and need a, a mental break from stuff. Hoosiers are set to take on Maryland tonight. It is it's absolutely a must-win game. Uh, the, each of the next three games for the Hoosiers are must-win. That starts tonight against a Maryland side that the Hoosiers hold a win over on the road earlier this season. Uh, a pretty authoritative win. See if they'll be able to repeat that tonight. Before we jump into that preview, want to... Uh, make sure you guys know you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Almost forgot to mention the sponsor of today's show, a new sponsor we'll be talking about here in a bit. Run Your Pool, uh, a website to for you guys to host your March Madness contest. Uh, we will be talking about contests we'll have together so you guys can win some money here uh, this season this March Madness season. Uh, that may or may not include the Hoosiers, and whether it does depends a lot on the result of tonight's game. Indiana will host Maryland at 7 p.m. Uh, obviously, in Assembly Hall in Bloomington, it'll take place on Fox Sports 1. This is a struggling Maryland team. They are 13-14 and 14 on the season, 5-11 and 11 in Big Ten play. Um, since the Hoosiers last played them, when Indiana beat them, that dropped them to 11 and 10 and 3 and 7. It kicked off a five game losing streak. They lost to Indiana, Michigan State, Ohio State, Iowa, and Purdue uh, in those five games. They bounced back by beating Nebraska on the road, uh, a Nebraska team that is trending rapidly in the wrong direction, and then uh, beat Penn State on Monday at home, edged out a six point win to get them back to five and 11. Uh, this is, I mean, some of those losses are a bit deceiving. It was a two point loss at home to Michigan state. It was a one point loss at Purdue. Uh, Mackey, obviously a, a pretty tough place to play a couple close losses, but also they lost by 15 to Ohio state on the road and by uh, 23 to Iowa at home. So, Little Jekyll and Hyde. They beat Nebraska by 16, beat Penn State by six. 
that is what this team was when the Hoosiers last played them, though. A little bit of Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, not a lot has changed for them since then. Because of that, Ken Palm has the Hoosiers winning by seven tonight, uh, 71-64, to a 72% win probability. Uh, the game the Hoosiers are going to be favored in the most uh, down the stretch here. Absolutely crucial that they win this one. Bet Online is right in, in line with that. Uh, they have the Hoosiers as a six and a half point favorite uh, over and under over under of 134.5. Ken Palm's projection is 135. So um, not shocking that those line up. This is probably the second easiest uh, game of the season for the Hoosiers with that Nebraska home game. I should say a Big Ten play. Um, maybe the Minnesota game as well. So second or third easiest uh, Big Ten game of the season facing this Maryland team at home. We saw what uh, that Maryland team was comprised of when the Hoosiers went into College Park and won again. 68-55 I think is a little flattering to Maryland because Hoosiers ran them off the court in the second half. Race and Trace combined for 35 points in that game. Uh, Xavier Johnson played well, even if he only shot one of uh, one of eight from the field overall, had nine assists in the game, eight points. Um, he controlled that game really well. That was, I mean, you think back to that time, that that is when it felt like the Hoosiers had turned a corner. We had Dustin DePirac on uh, that following week, and that was a question I asked him if the Hoosiers had turned a corner. I thought they had. Uh, that game was the last time the Hoosiers won a basketball game. They've lost five straight since then. So it that was a that felt like an important vi victory. I mean, it was every Big Ten wins important. Every road game is important to win. But that wasn't the kind of tide turning game we thought it was. In defense of the Hoosiers, of these five games that they've lost, all of them have been tier A or tier B games according to Ken Palm four of the five have been tier a the only tier b game was Wisconsin at home uh and that was maybe the game the Hoosiers had the best chance of winning that or Ohio State um so it's been a tough slate but Hoosiers got to snap out of it tonight as they take on uh the Terrapins we talked last time about the history between these two teams Indiana's had some big performances in Assembly Hall against Maryland in the past. A lot of those led by Yogi Ferrell. Um, obviously, the biggest game these two teams have played was the national championship game. Uh, I remember my freshman year in the Big Ten ACC Challenge when Maryland was still in the ACC, watching them play Gravis Vasquez. Uh, that was a really bad IU team in Gravis Vasquez, and Maryland came away victorious in that one. That would have been... Um, around 2010, uh, that was an 80 to 68, uh, victory for the Terrapins. And I don't think they ever trailed on that game. That game never really felt like it was close thinking back on it, but no game that season <laughs> felt like it was close aside from maybe that Purdue home game outside of that. Uh, that was not a very fun season. This season's had some highs. We'll see if we can stop the lows. We'll take a look at this what this Maryland team has done overall in Big Ten play now that we have kind of a greater sample size of them. 
here in just a minute. Let's talk about that uh, sponsor of today's episode, Run Your Pool. March Madness is only about three weeks away. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going to go for the usual or are you going to go for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running with we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X, uh, both really fun in their own way. Uh, they have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you make take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain new customers. Uh, plus, they offer full white gloves customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for friends and family. If you enter code pure madness, all one word at checkout, you'll get $10 off your custom pool. All rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We'll be setting up an IU-specific one as well once we get a little bit closer. Uh, you can join both of those. Uh, but really, we look forward to seeing and beating you there. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. As we mentioned, this Maryland team, Little Jekyll and Hyde this season. Overall, though, not good. Uh, in conference play, they are seventh in offense, uh, a pretty slow team when it comes to possession length. We saw that at Maryland. It's not a team that's going to get up and down quickly. One of their biggest strengths is that they get to the line. They're second in free throws attempted per field goal attempted, uh, but they do not rebound well. They are not uh, good at shooting in terms of effective field goal percentage. Uh, they are below average in turnover percentage. Um, they are seventh in three-point percentage, ninth in two-point percentage, 11th in block percentage. They get blocked a lot. Uh, and average at turnovers, kind of as we said, they're eighth overall in turnover percentage, sixth in steal percentage, eighth in non-steal turnover percentage. Uh, they are sixth in three-pointers attempted per field goal attempted, so uh, not a team that's necessarily going to put up a lot of three-pointers or make a lot of three-pointers based on uh, all the stats. They are dead last in assists per field goal made. At they <laughs> a staggering number. Uh, they just this is not a team that's going to work the ball around. They're 273rd in the nation in assists to field goals made, uh, which simply just means they're not. They're not passing the ball. They're not working it around to find the open teammate. It's a lot of ISO type of stuff uh, to get some buckets. We'll mention a couple names that are doing uh, kind of that ISO scoring. Um, dead last when it comes to point distribution at two-pointers. So it's a team that gets most of its scoring at the free throw line. They're first in the Big Ten. 20% of their points come at the free throw line. 
Um, 31% come from the three-point line. That's seventh. Less than half their points come inside the arc. That is dead last. So this is a very, very mediocre offense that really only excels at getting to the line, and that's a problem for the Hoosiers, who we know foul a lot. So not fouling is going to be imperative in this game. It's imperative in every game, but this is a team that generally takes advantage of that. If you can keep them off the line, this is an offense that just doesn't really produce points otherwise. Um, their best bet is to get to the line and score points there. If you're not giving them free points, they're not going to score in many other ways. It's probably the simplest way to put it. If you let them get to the line, they're fifth in the league in free throw percentage, so they're going to knock it down. Defensively, this team is just a is just a bad team. They're 12th in the Big Ten in defense overall, uh, 11th in effective field goal percentage, 8th in turnover percentage, 12th in offensive rebound percentage. Again, an area where the Hoosiers were decent, they are 10th in offensive rebound percentage and just getting them. So that's not even an area the Hoosiers can necessarily hurt you as much anymore. Uh, it seems like it would be with Trace and Race, but that hasn't really been the case. Uh, it seems like a lot of teams are just crashing the glass to make sure that there aren't offensive rebound opportunities, which makes sense. Uh, this is a team that does not put opponents at the free throw line. They are first in the Big Ten and not letting opponents get to the free throw line. Uh, but outside of that, it is bad. Tenth in defending the three-pointer. Tenth in defending two-pointers. Uh, and twelfth in block percentage which goes with kind of the other way they get blocked a fair amount. They block shot or they don't block shots a fair amount. So just not a lot of size underneath for this team. They are 12th in non-steal turnover percentage. So they don't force dead ball turnovers. They are fifth in steal percentage, uh, but overall they're just an average team below average team, to be honest at creating turnovers. Um, so their biggest strengths on both sides of the ball is the free throw line. They get there a lot. They don't put opponents there. Uh, most of the points they allow are at the three-point line. They are third worst at allowing point distribution. Uh, they are middle of the road at two-pointers. So not necessarily an area where the Hoosiers have taken advantage this season, knocking down three-pointers, but it seems like the opportunities could be there tonight. A couple players to highlight. I'm sure you guys know them. Fats Russell in conference play is their leading score at 15.3 points per game. 40% from the field, but only 30% from the three-point line. Eric Ayala, who um, overall in the season is their leading scorer, but in conference play is their second leading scorer. Uh, in that last game with the Hoosiers, he pretty much got taken out of the game, only had six points on two of 12 shooting. If Trey Galloway is healthy, I would imagine that will be his assignment, though there's uh, going to be a number of players um, on both of those guys throughout the contest. They take an average of over 11, almost 12 threes a game. Ayala is a 36% shooter. Fats Russell is a 30% shooter. Dante Scott takes 4.2 per game as well. He's a 32% shooter. So 
those guys account for a lot of their three-point attempts, but not a lot of their makes necessarily. Um, Scott is averaging 13.4 points per game, only shooting 44% from the field. Again, not a team that is going to blow you away offensively. They're ninth in field goal percentage and seventh in three-point percentage. It's pretty much what they do or don't do offensively that really um, sets them apart negatively. <laughs> they don't foul a lot. They're third in fouls, um, third fewest fouls, I should say, in the Big Ten. Uh, they are fifth in steals, though. So just looking at raw numbers to back up some of those advanced numbers, uh, fourth in free throw percentage. So this is a team that uh, makes its mark at the line and just not a very efficient offense. Uh, they're going to shoot a lot, but they're not going to make a lot. Uh, and they just struggle defensively pretty much across the board. 11th in defensive field goal percentage, so they're not really stopping anybody. They're 10th in three-point percentage as well, so it's just not a team that um, is consistent really offensively or just honestly flat-out good defensively. So this should be a win. The, no questions, this should be a win. This is a game the Hoosiers have advantages in, and a game that the Hoosiers should be taking ultra seriously. Uh, let's discuss some of the talking points going into this night or tonight's game because this is, without question, a huge game. I think everybody's aware of that, and that may be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. Before we jump into that, football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next coach, fired coach, is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. We just mentioned the spread as of Thursday night is six and a half for IU. I think I would like the I like the Hoosiers in that one. I think this is going to be a big performance from them at home in front of the. A, what hopefully is a pretty rowdy crowd. Um, this is a Hoosier team that handled Maryland last time. I have some, I have faith in the Hoosiers. I haven't had a lot of faith in Indiana this season. I think I would take the Hoosiers on this one. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. Head to the website today and use your mobile device. To learn more about the trends and actions, bet online where the game starts. There's no way around this, and we said it. This this one is a must win. Part of the worry was that um, you're putting a lot of pressure on these next three games. Everybody knows that the Hoosiers have to win them. The Hoosiers know they have to win them. As a result, this is honestly one of the biggest games of the season because uh, everybody's kind of had an eye like, yeah, that the stretch the Hoosiers just went through was really tough, but they had these three games late in the season that they should be able to write the ship. This Maryland game, the Minnesota game, the Rutgers game, they should be able to write the ship in those three games. 
we're at those three games. The Hoosiers are on a five-game losing streak. You have to win this one. So there's that's a ton of pressure. You've given yourself no leeway with this. Um, we'll see how the Hoosiers handle that pressure. Sometimes you crack. Sometimes you get diamonds. Um, this is a IU team that, generally speaking, has answered the bell. It, it hasn't been a team that's no-showed very often. I think that Michigan game, which is not shocking considering how high up they had to get for that Purdue game emotionally, it's not shocking there was a letdown. Outside of that one, I don't think this IU team has no-showed any game. Maybe the second half of that Illinois game, I attribute as much of that to Illinois just being really damn good as well. But I don't think the Hoosiers are going to no-show this game. But the fact remains, you lose this game, it's panic mode. It's panic time. We've kind of danced around that. Is it time to panic? Is it time to worry? It hasn't been. You lose this game, it is. Uh, the One of the other problems is that IU's going to need a three-game winning streak right now. They haven't done that since December 12th through the 22nd. We mentioned that before. They beat Merrimack, Notre Dame, Northern Kentucky. The only time they've had a winning streak was of more than three games is the opening six games of the season. The only win in that one that was really worth anything was uh, St. John's at home. That I still, It's still a decent win, but that's not even a Tier A or Tier B win. That's a St. John's team that probably isn't even going to make the tournament barring a big run um, in the Big East tournament itself, maybe winning out as well. So they haven't had a three-game win streak against opponents already all season. That's a big ask for a team that's really reeling right now. You don't need to worry about a three-game win streak right now, though. You need to worry about a one-game winning streak. Fans have to show out tonight. This has to be a student-led effort to really drive this team. Uh, I know there's frustration, but this is not a lost season yet, and I have faith that it won't be a lost season, but if IU students, fans show out tonight, really give that team the extra gear that it needs tonight, I think this could be a momentum-changing win. Uh, the momentum is very, very quickly going in the wrong direction right now. If you bounce back, get a big win at home, kind of a statement win, a double-digit victory, things feel a lot better. Winning solves everything, and getting a win right now would solve a lot of the kind of psychological issues for the Hoosiers right now. Plain and simple, though, this is do-or-die time. We're going to find out what the Hoosiers are made of tonight. Uh this is a high-pressure game, and Hoosiers have to win it. I don't think this team's given up yet. I know this team hasn't given up yet. You don't play like they did against Ohio State, especially in that second half, if you've given up on the season. Uh, so, I again, that's why I don't think there's necessarily going to be any no-showing or anything like that. It's an execution issue with this team, which, listen – that can be frustrating. That is frustrating, but I'm never going to get too down on a group if they're trying hard. And this IU team is trying hard. Uh, and I expect that to still be the case tonight. They'll try a lot harder if fans are getting behind them and going crazy 
for a lot of those energy plays as well. No word on if Trey Galloway or Christian Lander will be available. Hoosiers badly need one of them. Ideally need both of them. Uh, Trey Galloway brings a lot of that energy and brings a lot of those exciting plays that get the fans up. And he's just a damn good defender. And the Hoosiers need that on the perimeter tonight. So they're being tested uh, mentally as much as anything. Again, win this game and things feel a lot better. Things calm down. Those rough seas calm down a little bit. It's not a cure-all. The Hoosiers still have to win games after that. But you win this one and you get some of that good juju flowing in the other direction and you feel a lot better. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow to recap this game, preview the women's game against Maryland and their regular season finale. Uh, Now make your second listen today, Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football, prospects, and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Appreciate the continued love and support you guys have shown us. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. We're going to do a halftime spaces tonight. You have my word. I'm going to write it down right now. Uh, You will get a halftime spaces tonight. Hopefully, it is an exciting first half where we can talk about how all the good the Hoosiers did uh, in tonight's game. So be sure you follow us on Twitter to talk about that one. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Leave a rating and review. It's real quick. Uh, Helps us out immensely. You guys uh, have shown so much love. If you just leave a real quick rating, tap that five-star button uh, and hit submit. That's all it takes, and it's a huge help for us. Really appreciate it if you guys could. Uh, Outside of that, I want you guys to have a great Thursday. Go Hoosiers, and most, most importantly, LEO, guys.